That is indeed the number, 877-738-1234. It's a very simple number. Uh, but it's not that simple. It's not that simple getting the money out, and that's what we need to do right now as we try to light up the Arbella Tote uh, board on all for the Jimmy Fund. Uh, the four coaches of the four teams in this town are joining us in these two segments. Bruce Cassidy, Brad Stevens, Alex Score, and joining us on the phone right now where they have been practicing is the coach of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick. Bill, how are you doing? Good, Glenn. How's it going? Terrific. Terrific. We're doing great here, and we appreciate you uh, coming on with the three other coaches here all for the Jimmy Fund. So I just peppered yeah, these guys. It's an honor to be on. Yeah. I, I just peppered these guys about you and being around you and going to your practices. So I don't remember when this practice started. What is this, started. a roast? What are, what are we doing, a roast here? <laughs> yeah, well, we, got, we got some good dirt on you. No. Trust me, we got some good dirt on you. Yeah. You'll read it on social media in about 10 minutes. Um, oh, yeah, I'm but, all over that. I'll, I'll, I, I'll be sure to see it. Yeah. You know you are. So I don't remember coaches from different teams in this town interacting the way you guys interact. I don't know when it began, but I don't remember this 20 or 25 years ago. You probably have a better understanding because you might have been initially one of the guys that did it. Was it with Tito? Was it with Doc Rivers? When did that first that practice first start? Yeah, all of the above. Even going back to Rick, uh, when Rick was with the Celtics, um, uh, he was the, he was the coach of the Celtics when I uh, took the job in, in 2000. Um, then, you know, he wasn't there too much longer. He, um, I think maybe in April, so it was only a few months. But, uh, yeah, Tito for sure. And, um, you know, Doc was, you know, was great. Um, so, uh, you know, I feel like, I've, you know, Claude uh, so I've had a great relationship with, you know, I think all the all the coaches uh, through here. These guys talked about what they get out of it. What do you get out of it? Uh, it's, I mean, really everything across the board. Um, you know, the the way that I mean, the sports are different, but sports are sports, and um, competition's competition. And I think what we all um, and the love about the city of Boston, the passion that um, our fans have for pro sports. Um, but, you know, some other things that come with that, and um, certainly we, you know, get a lot of attention, both good and bad. Um, but that's, you know, that's part of it. We all understand that. But they, they've been very – all those um, organizations have been very supportive of us, and um, we have the same way. They take great care of our players and, and staff when we come to see them play, and, you know, we try to reciprocate on that. And championships that they've won, we've been able to celebrate with them together, and, and they've celebrated with us. So. Um, you know, it's it's really a healthy, almost like a college relationship where the, you know, the the coaches and the teams at the school are all playing for the, you know, the same alma mater. It's, it's similar to that here, I think. That's really great. And our players and and other players uh, from, you know, the Celtics, the Bruins, and the and the Red Sox. Um, you know, some of them are are very close or know each other from, um, you know. But when they were at different places, but even come together now, certainly, uh, you know, Tom and he's, you know, he's got a family member with the Red Sox, so it's pretty close in that group. So, Coach, we were talking to these guys about, you know, the expectations coming in and winning in New England, and it's like you and your team really have kind of set that bar. Do you, do you even look at these other teams, the Red Sox winning championships and, and the Bruins winning a couple years ago? Do you feel, even with all the success you had, that pressure of going out each and every year, and how do you deal with it? 
Well, I've looked at uh, – no, I would say, you know, we've looked at the success that, that those organizations have had. Uh, certainly the Red Sox last year had had a great, great season, and, and we try to learn from what they did, how they did it, um, you know, and the success that they had. Or, or the Bruins, you know, last year throughout the season, just and how you know, well they played throughout the, you know, the playoffs and, and the latter part of the season. So, um, you know, we, we learn a lot from them. Um, Again, you know, Brad's done a tremendous job in, you know, rebuilding the Celtics from where they were when he got there and, you know, being the Eastern Conference Files two years ago. And, it's, you know, he's had a you know, big impact in, in just watching him build the team and take a lot of young players and turn them into a cohesive uh, unit that just plays such great situational basketball, um, you know, come off of timeouts and, you know, end-of-game plays and things like that. Yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from all three of those uh, coaches and organizations. I'm curious to know, uh, you know, Bruce, I'll ask you about this. Um, you, know, you know, sports talk radio, you know, you know uh, obviously come up with a lot of different topics. Sometimes we're on point, sometimes we're not. I'm sure and Brad is just <laughs> nodding and laughing. Okay, <laughs> but that's what we do. Can you give and us I a know list, Bill, Brad? Bill, Bill, yeah, nobody's yeah, probably I... better than Bill at it. <laughs> no. But I'm trying – is it um, – the relationship, what, you, what your guys' view on sports talk radio? And is, it, can it hurt? Can it help? I mean, do you guys uh, – is it just a, a necessary evil? What do you think? Uh, I don't uh, I don't read too much into it, to be honest with you. You guys got a job to do. You got a passionate fan base for every sport. People want to have an opinion. I think it's great to have some banter. Uh, I don't listen every day, so I guess if it got personal with certain players, that's when I'd say, hey, okay, let's just keep it to the to their performance on the ice. That'd be my only opinion if that happens. I, like I said, I don't read about it a lot, so I'm probably not the best guy to ask, but I do deal with the media every day. I have a lot of respect for the media. They have a job to do. I have a job to do, and I just find if you have to cover the Red Sox for 162 games or the Bruins for 82 or the Celtics, I mean, you guys, it's a grind for you too, I assume, at some point during the year, so that's why I try to be honest with my answers, but uh, and give you the information that I feel you know is going to be out there anyway. Um, other people do it. Everyone has their own way of doing it. That's how I thought it would work for, for the Bruins in Boston. Uh, and that's it. That's my opinion. And, and, Brad, with you, it's, you know, last year was a lot of expectations. When things go, you know, the way they did last year, getting bounced, there is a lot of speculation, right? What sure. happened? It's like, oh, an undisclosed player or somebody in the organization. So you hear a lot of these rumors. People try to put two and two together. Does that get frustrating? People trying to put two and two together, something that you actually know what happened. I mean, you 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 certainly hear things that you just kind of say, you know, that's talk and that's not real. But, that you know, again, what Bruce said, I, I totally agree with. Everybody has a job to do, and part of it – um, part of the reason why we're all compensated really well um, and, you know, we get to do this job and with this kind of scrutiny is because of people's interest and that, that people want to talk about it all the time is a good thing. And, um, you know, I, I think the only thing that I would say is, is that the only time it ever would bother me at all would be is if a player was unfairly, you know, maligned for things that, that aren't that aren't real. And I just think ultimately – that's why whenever you get a chance to, you try to support your players and your teams regardless of circumstance um, when you can, and that's just part of it. I think it's easier to sit here when you're, you know, I'm 42 and um, have been a head coach for 12 years. It's a lot easier for me to sit here now than maybe 12 years ago or certainly if I would have been good enough as a player in my early 20s um, to handle the scrutiny or the praise, which oftentimes the praise is just as unsettling 
um, because you know that there are a lot of hands that are doing a lot of good things to help everybody have success. But you guys are dealing with a totally different world. I mean, Bill remembers the days, I'm sure, before you had this social media. So when you're doing sports talk radio, a lot of times a topic is generated by a tweet from somebody who may be credible, may not be credible, but you're going to talk about it because you need to entertain the audience. And I know you guys probably don't care what any of us do, and I wouldn't blame you, but what about if it becomes a distraction for your player? We're watching the Antonio Brown helmet gate play out in Oakland right now. It's been all over Twitter, and Antonio Brown's been the one that's out there on Twitter. So I'll start with you, Bill, and you seem to shut most of this stuff off and not give any of it a shelf life by basically putting out a release and then moving on from it. How different is it for you in this world versus the world of, you know, 15, 20 years ago? Yeah, well, of course, things are a lot different than they were at a different point in time, but it is what it is. And, um, you know, I agree with what Brad and Bruce said. I, I think they, they hit it right on the nose. Um, and, you know, everybody's trying to do the best they can. Uh, I think there are times when um, when it gets personal, I think that's crossing the line. You know, you can think whatever you want of my coaching, good, bad. I've heard all of it. You know, that's your opinion, and I have no problem with that. But when I think when it gets personal with players and uh, other people in the organization, I don't really think that's where it belongs. But, I, I look, I don't have any control over that, so whatever it is, it is, and I'll just try to do the best I can for our football team. Alex, you, you, uh, your time in the media, ESPN, you're on social media, you know, whether you're active or not, but you're seeing things, you're hearing things. Uh, so I think you had a different perspective on it, but it's still the same effect as some things that you have to deal with it. Yeah, I think I, I learned over the four years I, I worked uh, on TV and, and doing baseball tonight and, and covering the game, I learned a lot about how it works. And hmm. I always tell you guys, I, I know how it works here, and you guys, the, you guys ask the questions, but whenever there's a headline, somebody else is behind the – the door and they're going to throw it up there and it's going to be bigger than what it really is. And I seen it throughout the season last year when we were going good this year, when we struggle, you know, somebody else is going to make that news, you know, bigger than what it is. And I, I keep everything in perspective. I, I do feel that my four years working in the media helped me to hmm. work in this market. Aaron Boone is the, the other one. You know, he, he went through it for five, six years at ESPN, and now you see him in New York. And I always go back to Booney. Booney last year, he won 100 games in New York with the Yankees. It just happened that the team that won the division had a historic season and won 108. And everybody was saying he was a bad manager, it was a bad season. No, 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 no. You know what? He was a good one, and he was able to deal with – Negativity, negativity in New York, and now you see him with the Yankees, and he's dealing the same way. Mm-hmm. He understands how it works, and that's the way I yeah, see they're it. On, they're yeah. on pace for the same amount of wins. He's just a better manager this year. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's just the way it works yeah, there yeah, too. Yeah. Uh, hey, Bill. So you know, obviously, great football coach. I know you have a love, a uh, great love affair with uh, lacrosse. But out of uh, if you could coach uh, one of the three sports up here, basketball, hockey, or baseball. Which one would you choose? I probably wouldn't be very good at any of them, so I think I'd just stick to football first. You can't stick to football. You have to choose one. 
Is there one that's more similar as far as just attitude and daily routine than the, than the others? Yeah, I don't know. That's a tough question. You know, baseball is in, I'd say all three of those sports are a little bit different. Baseball being at the other end of the extreme, they play every day, um, and it's hard for them to practice. You know, we play once a week, and we practice, you know, all the other days. So, um, you know, the only way we can get better is, is we have to get better in practice. We have to get better on the field or by ourselves. We can't get better in competition. Um, baseball, you know, you get better by playing. That's, that's what they do once the spring training's over. I mean, how many off days are there in the entire season? I mean, probably, I don't know, 10. So, you know, in basketball and hockey, I think, are, you know, not quite the same as baseball, but between the travel and the, you know, game every couple of days to rest, recovery, play again, I mean, you can you can gain a lot by playing, you know, 80, 80 games or whatever it ends up being. You know, when you only play 16, you can't, you can't if you only improve during the games, then you're you're not going to be very good. So it's a it's a totally different. Um, the sports are set up totally different as they should be. I, I don't think it should be any different, but it's it's just a you know, practice is everything in football, and and practices are important but limited in basketball and hockey, and they're almost non-existent in baseball. And so that's it just it changes the structure of it. We could do uh, three or four hours uh, of this, but unfortunately we need to raise an awful lot of money here for the Jimmy Fund. We want to thank all four of you guys for coming in here, giving up your time, uh, and hopefully people are listening and people are going to pick up the phone and people are going to dial in and people are going to send us money right now, which would be great. So to Alex Gore. Well, yeah, Glenn, I just want to commend you guys and, and everyone at WEI who puts on this event every year, and you've done it for so many years. Um, just speaking for myself you know what we do in coaching and you know what you guys do in the media is important but and we take it very seriously as as you know but your efforts to support the people who uh, need it the most go way beyond that and you're improving the quality of the life um, for so many people in this area it's um, you know I, I really respect and and appreciate what you're doing for them glad to be a part of this and um, you know what you're doing is very very special and so um I want to commend you and, and WEI for, for your part in this. It's been a great, you know, you guys do a great job. Thank you. We appreciate it. And all the scientists and all the doctors and all the people. The really smart work. people. They're smart people. Yeah, They're a lot smarter than all of us, I, I, would, I would say. <laughs> I'm speaking sure for myself. Thank you all for you guys. Thanks, Alex Core and Bruce Cassidy, Brad Stevens, and Bill Belichick. We really appreciate sitting down and spending time and doing it all for a great cause, the Jimmy Fund. Thanks, Thanks guys. Thanks, guys. We thank appreciate you. it. Thanks, guys. We're going to take a break. Oh, I'm going to give you – thank you, Bill. We're going to give you the phone number, 877-738-1234. 877-738-1234. Call now, please. <laughs> 